0: what consequences do the creditors have for violating these laws like oh does they, the, get they get
1: sued and we're talking about a bag we're talking about a bag bag like 21 million <laughs> wells fargo what was it seven billion dollar lawsuit for what widespread mismanagement of auto loan mortgages and deposit accounts they get sued consumers can get rich off a of consumer law it is a fact you can get paid for bad credit.
2: All right, so welcome back to another episode of Motion and Success and today we have another guest that is having motion and he's definitely successful. We're going to be talking about AI, consumer law, credit, how to build from 0 to a million dollars and how he's able to even like get like over what 70,000 plus subscribers on YouTube, all uh, kinds 65. of games. 65 65, 000, yeah, 65 almost about to be 70. we're about to break down all the information that you need to know so that way we can learn how to exactly fix our credit using consumer law um i don't think there's anybody on the internet that's talking about consumer law like durain um delavante today and we have my co-host we with got me Io. We, got, huh?
1: we got a few fakes out there
2: a few yeah, we got a few
1: fakes. So. I I only heard of you, bro. <laughs> only uh, only heard of Duran Delavante. But my students, I do have students, and they're they're killing it. Right? They they they're killing it. So, yeah, y'all, y'all watch out for them. Like they're coming. Yeah. Snipers are out. Yeah. yeah Snipers yeah. are out. <laughs> and he's in the military too, so he, he definitely
2: training them how to snipe these people. Snipe yeah, these got training these this report. weekend. That's good. That's good. All right. Cool. So I got my calls today, Ayo.
0: Yep. It's Ayo, and this is a this is the one that you really want to grab your notepad and your pen, Definitely. and you really want to take notes. We got a really special guest today. Today we got Durain. Yes. Yes. So if you can, Durain, just introduce, introduce yourself. Introduce yourself. You know, where are you from? You know, I appreciate it, young storm. man.
1: All right. Cool. So for those of you who don't know who I am, my name is Durain Delavante. I'm your favorite consumer law expert. I teach people how to repair, rebuild, restore their own credit. Using consumer laws. I've also cracked the code to making credit repair easy from the comfort of your own home without ever having to go to the post office to mail out a single dispute letter. That's why y'all wondering, what is he doing in a robe? Because I've cracked the code. God damn it. That's funny. I didn't, I was going to ask him to him like, yo, why is he in a robe? But now you the explain it. That makes so much sense. Like, You don't need to go outside for credit repair anymore. That's You funny. can stay in your house, any of a robe. just doing your thing sipping some water That's pinkies up <laughs> <laughs>
2: so
0: so bef- before we jump into fixing credit the easy like the easy way where you could just be at home with your robot and relaxing what's your backstory on credit like what made you be so passionate
1: about credit um dude have you ever been denied for anything i have <laughs> all right so people are telling you no and N-O, oh no so bro do you not understand the n or the o like being denied is one of the worst feelings you can have, right, and not being in a position to do anything about it, that's what, that, that that got to me, right, so for those of you who don't know, I'm not from the United States, I've been in this country 14 years, March going to make 14 years, right, so being in this country, I'm 14 years old to this country, and for eight, to nine years out of it, I knew nothing about credit. I was living an expensive life of bad credit. And some of you might be saying, what do you mean by that? So. Bad credit is one of the most expensive life you will ever have because everything costs more. And when you're paying for something, you're paying for it two to three times. So when someone like Cody that has a 750, 800 credit score is getting a 3% interest rate, somebody like me at that time was getting 18%, 20%, 25%. So... If you think about it, Cody's paying what three percent on a car while I'm paying eighteen point nine percent interest rate, so I'm paying for that car two to three times when he's just gonna pay that little three percent so a lot of people don't think about it because they they're they're not educated on the the interest rate they're not educated on the life cycle of or the term of the loan allegedly they're not they're not they are not watching how these subprime lenders have a hand in their wallets and pocketbook every time their paycheck gets dropped. Mm. So <clears throat> exper- being, being a victim of subprime lending and going through that, you know, I didn't want to do it anymore. So when I started, I noticed that I had to get my mind right because if your mind ain't right, nothing else is going to follow. right? So the first book I read to correct the misinformation that I've been fed was Rich Dad, Poor Dad. book changed my whole (coughs) life. Shout out to Robert Kiyosaki, right? So after Rich Dad, Poor Dad, then Think and Grow Rich with Napoleon Hill, bro. Now I believe I was unstoppable. And that compounded onto other books like "Grand Cordon, like all these other books, and I've read. So on my deployment now, I read 140 books in one year. I was diving in. And a lot of people might say, Oh, why do you read 140 books? Because I needed to become the best. So I reading books on real estate, business, finances, credit, consumer law, everything that will push the needle towards the destination that I'm going. Yeah. So for a whole year, dude, I wasn't outside. I spent most of my time in my room reading. And a lot of people, they're not willing to put in that gravitrophic work that work that you put in when nobody's seen you because everybody wants the limelight, everybody wants to be in the spotlight. No, you have to go through a period of building, a period of sowing. A farmer that sows crops don't reap the next day. It takes a while for you to get your harvest. Mm. People don't want to go through the process. They want a microwave fix. So when I decided that I needed to become the best, I knew it required time and money. To buy the books, join the mentorships, get into the conferences, be in the programs. Because I needed to become a different version of me. Yeah. So it's through that gravitrophic moment that the tree of what you guys see now is able to bear to consume a lot of fruits that everybody's able to eat from. Yeah. And I must say, Durain definitely
2: does look completely different from when I first met you, bro um definitely do look new and improved for sure for sure not 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 to say you you looking bad before You're but so like you good. definitely do you Call look much different from 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 before <laughs> you know the way how you address and you you know i mean he's always the the most assertive dude i ain't gonna lie but um definitely do look different for sure for sure thank you young man i appreciate yeah, yeah, it I, I, yeah. I
0: really i really like how you mentioned you said you had to get your mind <clears throat> fixed like you had to get your mind right first
1: it's the and first thing
0: then you jumped into reading the books and then you know because a lot of people skip that step and they just mm-hmm. want to go and straight, what happened after it, that and they quit you know
1: they weren't so, built for this life
0: yeah you got to reprogram yourself first um so like you do something a little different in the credit space you studied the consumer laws mm-hmm. it's not like regular credit repair you know sending out the letters and things like that what made you jump
1: into and want to know the laws So, I like knowing things other people don't, right? Mm -hmm. Before Consumer Law, I was going to study Metro 2. And I think Metro 2 was cool. (laughs) But then there was more context for consumer law than there was for Metro 2. Because Metro 2 is kind of locked behind a gate. It's called CDIA. They kind of have Metro 2 on a chokehold, right? So it's it's, it's not as easy to get the Metro 2 information. And the people that do get it nine times out of ten, most of them don't even understand it. So I wanted something that I could teach as well as practice myself. Mm. So... When, it, when I had the opportunity to learn Metro 2 or Consumer Law, I took Consumer Law because I got introduced to it on a coaching call. This dude, I ain't going to call no name, but you know who you are. Shout out to you for putting a brother on, right? Um, he came to that coaching call, and he gave some game, and it sparked my curiosity, and that led me on a journey of self-discovery and really figuring out and mastering this Consumer Law stuff.
0: Wow. And so that, that that definitely that i know that took a lot of studying you know especially all those codes you know everything mm-hmm. you know there so like um did you start off fixing your own credit
1: and yes. then you jumped into fixing other people? i had i had disgusting credit if that, if that was a word i had disgusting credit dude i couldn't get approved for a cell phone i couldn't get approved for an apartment i had to rent a room from one of my boys Because I couldn't get an apartment. My 2007 is an Altima with 75,000 miles on it with 18%, 18 18.9% interest rate. Uh. That was paying $550 for and $400 for insurance. So $950 in total. I got denied for that if I didn't have a co-signer. Shout out to Kevin, my boy. Because Kevin came in as a co-signer so I could get the damn car. So I'm telling you, I've been in the trenches. So you Uh. financed the 2007... I didn't know any better, bro. <laughs> Damn.
2: That's
1: yeah. crazy. That's what happens when you don't know nothing. They take advantage of you.
2: That's the amount of money you could probably be paying for a brand new Benz yes, on a lease
1: or something. But I wasn't qualified. I had bad credit.
2: Man.
1: And I had no education on credit. You don't know what you don't know. And the people that know the things that you don't know will always take advantage of you. So in order for Mm. me to step up to the game, I had to recondition my mind. I had to learn what it is to become the person that I wanted. So I Mm. did that. Mm.
0: So once you got once you got that information, like you know, on the consumer laws, what's the first thing you fixed? Like what's the first
1: cleaned up my whole credit. Build out a eight hundred credit score three times in one year, got personal funding, started businesses. Uh-oh. And it's been up since then.
0: Yeah.
1: Damn. You got to commit. Yeah. People aren't committed. They got one foot in and one foot out. Oh, if this don't work, maybe I'm going to go back to my job. Dude, I burned all the boats. There was no retreat. It had to work or it had to work. That, that was it. There was no retreat. And when you're able to commit yourself to something And know that there is no retreat. It's do or die, sink or swim, fly or fall. Like, I am telling you, you'll find out that you develop swimming skills that you Mm -hmm. never knew you had. Mm -hmm. And that's what happened. I developed skills that I didn't even know I possessed. Mm. And through the... The ups and the downs, the naysayers, people saying, oh, you're a scammer. Like, you're going to go through all of it. And, bro, if people ain't hating, you ain't doing a good job of winning. You're not. That's true. Let the haters hate. All of you haters keep hating. Just make sure you repost, you subscribe, you follow too. Just, you know, social currency goes a far away. But you can continue (coughs) hating. But now, let me ask you a question. So now, like, say,
2: for example, you know, for, like, a newer entrepreneur or somebody that's still trying to figure things out. um, Now, like, say, for example, you burn all the boats and you're trying to, you know, make everything work. How can, like... That's what caused it. You used the word just now. Trying. I mean, working working towards making everything work. Don't work towards nothing. Just do it. Yeah, so my question was, like, all right, cool. Like, how does... Because this was at one point, this was me at one point, you know? I'm like, you were next up. I'm like, damn, this, that, you know? And it was a lot of things going on. So it's like,
1: how do you even focus when you burn on your boats? So you had what is called the shiny penny syndrome. Right, where you see a shiny object and you run after it, then you see another one and then you run after it. You got to be focused, bro. I could have gone into funding. I could have gone into all Airbnbs. I could have gone into tour. I could have gone into everything else all my friends are going into. But you cannot be a jack of all trades and a master of none. See, people want to be an inch deep and and a mile wide. no. I want to be an inch wide and a mile deep in what I know. Dude, I can hold a con- I can do a conference for three whole days and not run out of game. Mm-hmm. I can do a webinar for eight hours and not run out of game at all. This podcast can go for hours and I'm dropping game after game after game. You've been on the masterclasses. I'm not saying anything you don't know. So I'd rather be an inch wide but a mile deep in what I know. And that's what I chose. So committed. How committed are you to your success? How committed are you to being the best? I knew I had to be the best at consumer law. I didn't want to be the best at Metro 2. I didn't want to be the best at Factual Dispute. I didn't want to be the best at Toro or Airbnb. I wanted to be the consumer law expert. And that's what kept me in my lane. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I got offered um oh you can do this no bro i'm i'm, I'm doing this
0: but yeah let's, let's jump into the consumer laws mm-hmm. so so um being that you know you're, you're out here you're teaching this information mm-hmm. um a lot of people still might not feel confident because you know you're you're up against creditors debt collectors all of these things so what gave you that confidence to be like hey i know my stuff and they can't you know play with me and i could teach it out to others
1: a man with receipts will never be at the mercy of naysayers, charlatans, or agents of misinformation. When you are confident in what you know, and you can pull it up and show that 15 U.S.C. 1666B timing of payment says the only way for a creditor to treat a payment as late they must send out a notice. And in that notice, it must have section 1637B and all its components in there. And this information must be mailed or delivered to the consumer 21 days or less before the payment due date. Jeez. That's confidence, bro. So how are you going to put a late payment on my credit and you did nothing to comply with 1666B? mm so now I can stand my ground. Now I have the proof. Now I am confident in what I'm saying because it is right here in the law. The law is the law. No creditors above the law. No collection agencies above the law. None of them. Mm. And that's the type of confidence that my students have. Mm. And you can hear it in my voice too. Yeah, definitely. So, <laughs> so
0: what, what consequences do the creditors have for violating these laws? Like, Oh, does they, the, get sued. they
1: get and sued. And we're talking about a bag. We're talking about a bag bag, like twenty-one million. Damn. Wells Fargo. Wells Fargo, what was it? Seven billion dollar lawsuit. Yeah. Right? For illegal let me make sure that is seven billion because mm-hmm. they were gonna have some charlatan come on here. Doreen, you said it was seven billion. Let me make sure I pull it up first. Because so, you know these internet trolls. So what about a quick question? Like, say for example, was, like
2: you're a regular consumer, you're going up a bit against like big companies like Experian, Equifax, TransUnion. I mean, they got the bag to actually have lawyers and
1: everything on hand. All right, so it's $3.7 uh, not seven. All right, so see, a lot. I, may, I make sure I get my facts right, <laughs> right? It's not $7 billion, it's, there's a seven in there, yeah. but it's a $3.7 billion lawsuit for what? Widespread mismanagement of auto loan mortgages and deposit accounts. Wow. They get sued. Mm consumers can get rich off a of consumer law it is a fact you can get paid for bad credit i'm sorry so let's let's use the example for the late payment right and i'm saying in that they have a late payment on there so the late payment was from like 2019 2020 right yeah and the only way for a creditor to treat a payment as late it must comply with 1666b that's the only way a late payment can go on anyone's credit, right? The law says it. A creditor cannot treat a payment as late unless. That's it. There is no going around the law, right? So now they must be able to prove that they were in compliance. It doesn't matter if they got lawyers. Mm-hmm. If they can't prove that they were in compliance, then they, they are in violation of the law for putting information on there that is not accurate. 15 U.S.C. 1681-EB, 15 U.S.C. 1681, accuracy and fairness of the credit report, 15 U.S.C. 1681-EB, a consumer reporting agency must have procedures in place to make sure that the consumer report has maximum possible accuracy. What does accuracy mean? All values correct. So for anything to get furnished, it must be accurate. 15 USC 1681 I-53, if it's not accurate, it must be deleted. Mm. And then 15 USC 1681 I-6B-3 says that you, the consumer, can request the procedure that was used for the investigation. So if they come back and say this item was verified, okay, cool, I'm going to use 15 USC 1681 i I-6B3, which says that a consumer has the right to request a procedure that was used. So what procedure on person on 15 USC, 1681 I-6B3, you use to verify this information? It can only be verified one way, 1666B, and the compliance procedure. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you just, you just, that was just a lot to that take was in. That codes and away. everything, but yeah. But... So, um, yeah. yeah now you can go ahead
2: bro. so like what would be the steps like a person would take um like you know say they want to start repairing their late paint they didn't want to get the, re- the late payment deleted off the
1: credit mm-hmm. report like what's what's the steps that 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 somebody will have to take well the first thing is they need to recognize that bad credit isn't a thing it's a mindset yeah they got to mm-hmm. fix the, their mind your credit is a reflection of the way you think about your finances. Don't get me wrong, you know, there are exceptions, like people that are victims of identity theft, kids that didn't know that their parents put cell phone bills, utility bills, all sorts of bills in their name, right? There are exceptions, but for the majority of people, it's the mindset. People want an 800 credit score with a 500 credit score mindset. It's not going to work. Yeah. Mm. Right? So uh, the person has to recognize that that um i need a change all right the first time the first time i came up with with the strategy for the late payment it was at the credit summit hey kai you remember the first person that ever ran the late payment play was you for the auto loan for your sister the late payment deletion so Alright, so you remember at the summit, and I gave the strategy for the late payment deletion, right? Correct. And you told me that your sister, you ran the play right after the summit. Correct. So, for those of you who can't see, so Kai was one of my security at the credit summit, right? And I brought, I gave the whole play on the stage, and he caught the play, mm-hmm. Right. And what he did was he ran the play the next day. He was the first one to use the strategy to get late payment deleted from an auto loan that was co-signed. I'm going to let that one sink in for a minute. Let me drink some water. Yeah, I'm thinking about that (laughs) one. So again, I say... (laughs) I'm not, I'm not, I'm not. I'm 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 gonna behave myself, Cody. Yeah. Have you ever heard any of our counterparts say cash is king? Just think about it. Have you ever heard any of our counterparts say cash is king? Yeah. You've heard them say it or no? I've heard people say it, yeah. What demographic? You know our people. I mean, yeah. There's other people as well, black, well, white. From your from your experience, have you heard any white person say Cassius King? I've never heard a white person say is King. Never. I mean, I never really asked that question. Think about it. I never said, but think about it, Cody. We hear black people say it all the time have you ever heard any white person say cash is king they might not formally say it. They, Cody, may, they might you're be not like look the they question. might be like
2: they might be like hey listen i don't want to get in debt i don't want to i don't want to okay. use the credit he's card he's not answering the
1: question <laughs> so have you ever heard any white person say or asian person say cash is king
0: Asian, think about a- Asian definitely not um white, wait what? wait
1: Asian yes I would believe so you're believing Cody you're I, still I, not...
2: I, I, I would say yes they have would say you cash is king yes
1: ever witnessed listen to my words Cody have you ever been a witness to a yes. white person or an Asian person saying yes. cash is king yes alright cool I've been to a
2: Chinese store multiple times a day don't accept credit cards only cash they don't accept credit cards but and they, they whole say, business is all cash. Uh-huh. There's no, there's no kind of debit card transact. They don't even have a payment processor. You got the ATM in, in the in the middle of the uh mm-hmm. the restaurant. All right, go use the ATM. Come back you, and give uh, me the cash. Me so it. I say
1: yeah. All right. So let me I ask. I yeah. Another question now. Those those individuals, do they live in that community? Uh, well, sure. where I live, there is some Asian people. I have an Asian right across the street. So yeah, I say yeah. All right. So we're talking about a very minute group from the whole population the point that i'm getting at is cody our ethnic group black people we've been infiltrated by agents of misinformation right and because we watch a lot of music videos a lot of tv soap operas because we've been ing- engineered right tell live vision they're telling you lies through your vision right so As these lies and this propaganda start internalizing inside of you, you think that these things that you're coming up with are of your own belief. These are your convictions. They're not. They are pre-programmed convictions. So where did the idea of Cash is King come from? Well, look at all the music videos back in the day. We would see our famous, our celebrity artists, our favorite artists, going into a car dealership with a whole bag of money, throwing it down, driving out with a car, right? Why not throw it down on a property? That's a multi-unit that you can generate cash flow and build wealth off of. No, we were engineered to buy liability. Think about it. We were socially engineered to spend. Black people are the biggest consumers in America. We buy everything from everybody. Tell me how many black people store you go to an Asian neighborhood and you see. Not much. You go into a white community and you see. Not much. But everybody is in our community. What does that say? The Asian is here in our community. White people, they're here. Jews, they're here. Mm. Um, Spanish, everybody is here. Because they know we are the biggest consumers. We buy mm. from everyone but our own. Mm. Because we believe that Because Cody is selling his brand, but there's some other person over there selling some brand that, you know what, I ain't even going to mess with Cody because Cody brand might be a knockoff. So we go across the street to go support somebody that will never come back to our community and support us. Mm -hmm. These are the facts. So if we miseducate, right, if we miseducate these people on credit and finance and tell them cash is king. And have them try to live like the Joneses because all your favorite artists, they're driving Lamborghinis. All your favorite artists are going into dealerships with, with bags of money, throwing it down. All of them are saying, cash is king. What do you think people are going to start believing? What mm-hmm. they see because they tell you lies through reprogramming your vision. Right. So now grandma said credit was bad. We shouldn't use credit card. We should cut it up. Well, hmm, the credit card has 100% liability on there, right? So if you go out and use this credit card, the credit card gets compromised. Well, if the credit card gets compromised and you call your bank, the bank is going to say, all right, we're going to shut it down. We're going to send you a new card. You're not liable, right? But if you go use your debit card like grandma told you, and you go out there and in these streets where they're using debit credit or, 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 or debit, and that debit card gets compromised, it's going to be a hard battle to even get anything back.